If you can stay inside, stay inside. That's what state and local officials are telling millions of people as one of the most dangerous Arctic blasts sweeps across the midsection of the United States. The cold even prompted several governors to declare states of emergency in preparation. This is TikTok. I'm Jennifer Zabasaja, in for David Myers. And helping me to break down this topic is Brian Sullivan in Boston. He covers weather and climate for Bloomberg News. He's also been following this story every step of the way. Brian, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So put this into perspective for us. What is the situation that millions of Americans are faced with right now? We're having some uh, near record and in some cases record setting temperatures uh, sweep across the middle of the country to, to, to dig down on a little bit. The low temperature in Chicago is set to be minus 24 on Thursday. That's Fahrenheit. Um, right now at the South Pole, the temperature is minus 29. So that'll give you some perspective on that. But there's also going to be the wind chill involved. And the wind chills in Chicago are going to be between 50 to 55 degrees below zero. Uh, again, Fahrenheit. And that's even colder than the wind chills at the South Pole. So we are having some of the coldest weather uh, across North America that we've seen in a long, long time. So how did we get here? I feel like that is a question that a lot of people are asking themselves right now. There's some interesting theories on that, and it kind of goes back to the global warming issue um, having to do with the lack of sea ice over the North Pole during the summertime. Um, sets up a series of weather patterns through the fall, which erode what they call the polar vortex. That's, a, that's the, the term that we're most familiar with. And when the polar vortex erodes, the cold air from the North Pole just spills down into the lower latitudes. Sometimes it spills down into North America, sometimes it spills down into Europe. Uh, a few years ago, there was snow in Rome, for instance. And that was another example of when one of these polar vortex outbreaks happened, where that just frigid air from the Arctic just spills down across the top of the world. And we've heard local officials taking, you know, several precautions ahead of the storm. Um, they're closing schools. They're they're shutting down right. some um, several different institutions. How dangerous is it for people to be outside when temperatures are this low? You could get frostbite in a matter of minutes um, if you stayed outside and you weren't prepared. If you weren't weren't properly uh, dressed, you could die. Um, it's it's drastic situation. You know, people should stay indoors and, and avoid it as much as they can. And you and your team published a report on Monday about the impact this weather could have also on wheat and livestock in the region. Can you talk to us about that? So winter wheat is planted in the fall and it remains dormant over the winter time. And if the temperatures at you know, one to two inches down into the soil get to be about 10 degrees Fahrenheit, not even below zero, but just about 10 degrees Fahrenheit, that will actually kill the wheat off. So next spring when that the plants which should be developing, the yields will be lower. Um, so that's one thing. That's on, the, um, on the, the wheat side. On the livestock side, you know, of course, we're dealing with animals, um, living creatures just like us who are also susceptible to frostbite, who are also susceptible to dying from the cold. Um, in addition to that, when it gets really cold, they require more um, feed. And, you know, temperatures dip down pretty cold along a lot of these livestock areas just a week or so ago. So this, this has an accumulative effect, and it just piles up. And when you have cold like this, you know, coming down so sharply, it's a dangerous situation for anything that's alive. And have we heard anything from any of these companies who this could potentially affect? 
Um, as far as what I've seen so far, you know, they're looking at it very closely. They're following it very closely. Um, you know, people are taking precautions to make sure the livestock is well taken care of. In terms of the, the wheat, you know, that's a different situation. If there's snow cover over the wheat, um, the wheat can be insulated, but if there's no snow cover, you're kind of at a risk. And, you know, sometimes there isn't just a lot, there's not a lot you can do. For someone who just doesn't understand how this works, how unusual is it that we are seeing this happening uh, at this time of year? Um, it's very unusual. I mean, you know, it, it's wintertime, so on one, one part, wintertime, it gets cold. But because we're in record territory, um, you know, that tells you right there that we've, we haven't been here many times. Um, and some of these places are going to set daily records. Some of these places may th- have uh, all-time records threatened. Uh, for instance, the all-time record in Chicago is minus 27. So, you know, minus 24 on Thursday, it only takes a couple more degrees, and you're, now you've set an all-time record that goes back 100 years or more. Uh, so this is just a very unusual situation. And you mentioned wheat and livestock that could be affected. What about transportation? I mean, this has to impact flights and, you know, travelers on the road. Right. So hundreds of flights have already been um, canceled across the country because of this. And, um, you know, and, and attendant with this, there's a, there's a band of snow in front of it. So that's that's not helping anything. Um, anything may, mechanical, you know, has fluids in it, uh, hydraulics is going to have difficulties. So, you know, trucks, railroads, airplanes, they're all going to have, have problems. Um, you get delays at airports because if it's snowing a little bit, if there's a little sleet coming down, you're going to have to de-ice the planes. The de-icing fluid only lasts a certain amount of time. So if the plane doesn't get off the runway in time, it has to go back and start the process all over again. So that's why sometimes, you, you know, you can get stuck for an hour or so just sitting on the ground trying to get off. In addition, you know, you have... Uh, a lot of perishable items that are stuck on rail cars in Chicago, because that's a, a big rail junction between the east and the west. So, you know, if they're they're cold susceptible, they can be damaged or destroyed or ruined. Um, you know, there's, there's just a myriad of things that can go wrong. I also want to talk about uh, President Trump on Monday night sort mm-hmm. of touched on this topic in a tweet, uh, his his communication of choice, saying, uh, in part, people can't last outside even for minutes. What the hell is going on with global warming? Please come back fast. We need you. I don't know that a majority of the population will agree with his views, but there are some scientists who would flat out disagree with this specific claim that he's making. Uh, what's your response to that? Um, you know, I can't I can't speak from um, you know personal opinions, but I can tell you what other folks are talking about. And the the situation is that weather events do not make the climate. You know, there's 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 trends that go on um, year after year after year. We see temperatures rising. We see you know record-setting warm years um, being demonstrated by the United States government says this is happening. The Japanese government says this is happening. European Union says it's happening. NASA says it's happening. So, you know, you've, you've got a, a vast variety of different agencies telling us that the world is getting warmer. Um, the second part of this is, as I alluded to earlier, there are some theories that say we're having these severe winter outbreaks, and they don't last very long. They're, they're 
they're short, but they're sharp, um, and they're unusual. But we're having these simply because, or not simply because, but because um, the ice cap on the North Pole is melting. I mean, you have a gigantic ocean up there. Um, the ice goes away. You get more moisture in the atmosphere. You get um, more snow in the fall across Eurasia, and it's that, that cold snow blanket which then disrupts the weather patterns according to the theory, um, around the North Pole that allows this colder air to descend out, you know. So that's, it's all connected back to, to climate change, if you look at it from that point of view. And I imagine we're going to continue seeing the impact of this even past this week. Interestingly enough, we are actually going to see some um, abnormally warm temperatures uh, gripping the eastern United States and the southern United States as early as this weekend. Um, so, you know, what we're seeing here is we're seeing an extreme swing of the pendulum. We're going into very cold temperatures and then we're snapping right back again, which is unusual in its own case. You know, one of the things that people talk about with climate change is, you know, these extreme events. Well, we're having almost two extreme events back to back. One is cold, one is warm. And you know, in a couple of weeks, we may have another cold outbreak as well. So, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of on the roller coaster when it comes to the weather. It's certainly a whiplash is what it sounds like. Yes. Um, yes. And, and, you know, just finally, you know, this is all coming as people are preparing to head down to Atlanta for the Super Bowl. Right. That area is potentially in the path of dangerous weather as well. Um, what are temperatures looking like for game day? Um, so there's a 40% chance of showers and highs near 58. So um, it might not be a bad day in Atlanta, you know, from someone like myself from Boston or someone from Chicago, that would seem like a nice spring day. From someone from Atlanta, maybe not so, you know, spring-like. But um, I would take it personally. Um, so I think in, in terms of the game day itself, it'll be relatively mild. Um, all things considered, the the problem is, you know, people trying to get down to Atlanta um, in advance of the 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 game are going to run into some issues. And the, there were, you know, there were major cancellations yesterday in Chicago, obviously Toronto, which is also affected by this cold. But Hartsfield in Atlanta was another one of the airports that had a lot of uh, issues. So um, getting and going uh, might be a problem, but the game itself might not be too bad. I think that's good news for attendees, for sure. Right. But hopefully the rest of the population can stay warm and safe. Brian Sullivan, thanks so much for your time. All right. Thank you. And don't forget to follow Brian and all his reporting on Twitter. He's at Weather Sullivan. And that's the TikTok for today. For all those in the path of these temperatures, stay warm. Thanks for joining us today and every day. And if you enjoy our podcast, please head over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Jennifer Zabasaja. You can follow me on Twitter at Jennifer Lauren Z. And of course, get all your latest updates 24-7 at TikTok.